0: Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are trading higher. And this update brought to you by Pershing Insight 2016, the must-attend event for advisors. Less than two weeks away, June 7th through the 9th. If you haven't registered, you still can. Visit Insight2016.com. That's I N. S I T E 2016.com. Now over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here he is, Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. Another day of gains for U.S. stocks. Dow is currently higher by 154 points. SB's gained 15 and NASDAQ rises 30. The small cap 600 gains 3 points. And the US 10 yield at 1.87%. Nine out of 10 S&P sectors are higher, led by gains in energy, materials, and the financials. Only utilities declined. Dow Transports Rise 56, NASA Biotech's Gain 22. And the VIX is lower by 3%. Dow leaders to the upside included Goldman Sachs, IBM, and Caterpillar, while Nike led to the downside. Apple approached $100 a share. Computer science has gained as much as 40% to a 16-year high, while Alibaba fell as much as 7.8%. The company is facing an SEC investigation over its accounting practices. After the bell tonight, look for earnings from HP and Williams-Sonoma. Costco reports late tonight. Live from the first and Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie. All right, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pallaton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen
1: Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. We are broadcasting live from the Bloomberg Breakaway Summit. It is a two-day conference that brings together a select group of executives, all who lead high-growth companies. And, you know, one of the things that happens if you lead a high-growth company is perhaps someone would like to acquire you, buying the growth instead of building it themselves. Well, here to tell us more is Beatrice Mitchell, co-founder and managing director of Sperry Mitchell & Company, and she joins us now. Thank you very much for being here, Beatrice.
2: Thank you for having
1: me. You know, I note also that you are the co-author Of the book entitled The Complete Guide to Selling Your Business. And it's also been published in Chinese recently. Tell us a little bit about how you look at the middle, the small, the mid market, and this tension that exists. It's their company, they built it, but also there might be someone out there that wants to buy it.
2: Well, the tension. Probably most likely what you see the most of is somebody who says "I'm really happy doing what I'm doing I'm sixty i'm sixty two maybe i'm fifty five and I just really don't want to give it up, but I know I should I should start to think about the fact that I'm probably not growing the company as as much as I should because I've got too much money tied up in it, and so i'm I'm feeling very risk it feels very risky to me to to double in size so I won't do that, and I know that's bad um, or I realize I should be letting a second-tier management team come in, but I, I'm sort of a control freak. Most of them are, and so I don't want to let that happen. That's going to hold the company back. Or I'm worried that I've had a health scare, and I, I, I don't really want to face that, but I know that I should start to think about selling. So that's those are the sort of tensions or not so much tensions but issues that we patterns that are repeated over and over again. So what is going on right now? I love this space, this small and medium-sized enterprise space because I'm yeah. a macro-eco kind of person, but I think it's so rich in terms of getting an understanding of what's really going on with businesses. What are you seeing right now? What's happening? What's not happening? Well, right now, the number of deals being done uh, is uh, is down, significantly down. So. Last quarter, first quarter of 16, there were 330 deals done in what we call the mid-market space, which is companies that that will trade for anywhere from 10 million to 100 billion. That's a, I know it's a big number, but that that is how it's defined, or most people define it. Um, and uh, to get, put this in perspective, the the uh, first quarter of 15, there were 493 deals done. And to really put it in perspective, in 07, there were 671 deals done. So there's – anyway, the last – this year versus last year, there's definitely going to be a decline. There's There are less companies for sale, less deals getting done. Why? Not for lack of finance. That's what people – the knee-jerk reaction is, oh, the banks aren't financing. That's not really what's going on. There's plenty of money out there. There's There are – uh lots of non bank lenders like I'm just you know, goal lover and Thierry's that are very aggressive and happy to lend into this market. So it's not lack of financing. It's really lack of of uh supply. And I couldn't tell you exactly why there's lack of supply. I think maybe a lot of companies were sold last year. Um what i find is that sellers are much more sophisticated than they used to be when i say to somebody that i first met so tell me what your ebitda is and i expect them to then say what's that they all say yeah i know exactly what that is And, and these are what my ad backs are i mean they're they're one step ahead of the game um so it's – it's. I think they probably understood, a lot of people understood that last year, last couple of years have been great times to sell. People got very scared after the Great Recession. And as soon as their companies recovered, it was sort of like I'm putting selling on my agenda. as something I'm going to think about every year, if, whether I do it or not, whether I want to do it or not. Um, there is so much money out there t- chasing people that um, I think people took advantage of that. So I think they're probably just – I don't have the statistics, but they're just simply less companies for sale right now.
1: Family businesses and succession planning. Mm-hmm. When you don't have the next generation waiting in the wings, walk us through a little bit of that process, how you can get someone to see that if no one in the family is going to take over the business, you've got to start planning now.
2: Okay, so first of all, it's a, this has always been a little bit of a mystery because most privately held companies are not family businesses. Correct. They're usually started by an entrepreneur. They don't tend to to give the company to their son or daughter because they recognize the fact that they don't necessarily have the tools to be an effective president. So it's rare that we will sell a company that is second or third generation because either they don't make it or that transition never happened, okay? So, w- But maybe they want to
1: liquefy their position in some way. They're thinking of retiring, and they want to take some money out of the business.
2: Right, right. I'm sorry. I that, the, that's right. No, it has, oh, so, <laughs> it, so
1: it, it, well, just in a couple seconds, uh, it, it, are you seeing more activity in that level? But, of that's, want?
2: Always been, that's, v- it. that's always been the market. It's always been the market, people who've started businesses that, that want to sell and generally have not transitioned to the second or third generation. Beatrice Mitchell, thank you so much for joining us and giving us an eye into your world. Fascinating. We appreciate it. She's co-founder and managing director, Sperry Mitchell & Company. She's joining us here at the Bloomberg Breakaway Summit. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox, and this is Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio.
1: Bloomer Taking Stock is brought to you by New York Community Bank. Ask about their My Community Interest Checking with free New York Community Bank online and mobile banking. Earn more, get more.
2: Visit mynycb.com for details.